All right, welcome back to the Wally Pit Podcast. I'm Ryan Upton. And I'm Jake's Media. And we are back, episode number three of the Wally Pit Podcast. And yeah, we're this week we're kind of getting get in depth with the uh, Tiger Spring training and what they've kind of been up to down in Lakeland. So yeah, they played their first few games. I don't know if you saw any of their first few games, Jake, but uh, you got any first opinions on how they've been doing this year, how they've looked so far? To be honest with you, I haven't been watching them too much. I kind of caught um, a couple highlights of the game yesterday. Um, they played the Yankees, and they lost 5-4, to four, I think. But they look the bats look pretty good. Wilson Ramos hit a home run. That's always cool to see a new catcher, new face coming in and um, doing some work. The Yankees are the Yankees, though. They're going to be the Yankees. They're always going to hit power. And the Yankees today, yesterday, they had this guy, uh, some dude I've never even heard of, his last name was like Sims or something. Or he was a big dude, big dude. Just hit a grand slam to give the Yankees the lead in like the late innings yesterday, and it was a moonshot. He hit like 114 miles an hour off the bat, like 450 dead center. I swear to God. But on the, we're not here to talk about the Yankees. The Tigers, on the other hand, looked pretty good. Um, they scored four runs. You know, they didn't even average that last season, so it's nice to see. I know we're in spring training, but look, we're looking okay so far. Yeah, I mean, I watched the uh, game today. And Mize actually looked pretty good. I mean, he still. Who did they play today. Uh, they played the Pirates actually. And oh, they were up four to one last time I checked. Yep, I remember. Yep, Todd yep. Frazier hit a bomb for the Pirates. I, I know that. Yeah, I didn't even really realize that he was on the Pirates until today, and he's wearing number ninety nine too, which is kind of weird to see. But that is weird. But I mean, I don't know a lot of guys in the league who have number who wear ninety nine religiously, but. Todd Frazier, I think, signed as a free agent, if I'm correct. He played yeah. in New York. He played in Chicago. He's played in Cincinnati. He's been all over the place. Yeah, I mean, but uh, Mize actually looked really good today. I mean, the one thing that he struggled with last year was definitely command. So having him be able to look like he was commanding a fastball today looked pretty good, but his off-speed stuff wasn't all the way there. At least I couldn't really tell that it was all the way there. But, right. yeah. And then I kind of want to move into the 2021 call-ups this year. I just want to see what your predictions are for who do you think Tigers are going to call up if they even do call anybody up this year. I mean, they got kind of signed some key free agents that filled holes that might have been filled by call-ups throughout the year. But, yeah. First, what do you think about Riley Green? Do you think – I don't think he's going to get called up, but – I mean, there's an opportunity for him maybe late in September, depending on how they're doing and how he's doing in the minor leagues. I don't know if you have any opinions on that. I'm assuming you do. No, absolutely. So, Riley Green, um, you know, when, what, when was he drafted? Like 2018 or 19? 2018. Okay. Yeah, so. Or no, tw- no, it was 2019 because, no, you're right, 2018. Mize was 2019. Torkelson okay. was 20. Either way, either way, he's been in the minors for a few years now, but, you know, Riley Green someone I'm very excited about, especially to make an appearance uh, up in the in the big leagues, which hopefully could be this year or next year. You know, he's got, like, crazy power, and he's a crazy defensive athlete in the outfield. I'm really excited for him to come up. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of highlights of him in spring training. I remember he made a crazy catch last year um, in the COVID season in spring training. Uh, you know, all around, like, plus-plus athlete. And I'm very excited for him. Like, he's one of those guys like Spencer Torgelson, like, in like how excited I was for him, for him to get up. Like I feel the same way about Riley Green. I also felt that same way against Casey Mize. So it just goes to show you like how excited I am about him. 
I don't know when he's going to make an appearance, but when he does, I'm definitely going to be watching that game. Yeah, I think I th- I don't know. I'd say it's probably about a 30-70% where 30% he does get called up this year, 70% he doesn't. But all just I mean, he was he looked really good last year in like the like late call like the late start of spring training that they had where at Comerica Park he actually looked pretty good, started to kind of get a feel for how the major leagues was going. But I'm really concerned I'm I'm really excited to see how he does and I think he's starting in Double A this year, so that's kind of where Double A's kind of became the new like Triple A in my opinion. I don't know if right. you feel the same way about that, but no, because that's where most of our big names are at right now. So I, I get it. And a lot of it's all like the young prospects. That's where they go to play right. each other. And, so and we have one of the best farm systems in baseball, and literally ninety percent of our farm system or our good part, like farm guys, are in Double A right now. So yeah. And then I want to get your opinion on what you think the Tigers' record prediction is going to be. Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, I hope. I mean, obviously, I can want and I can hope. I want them to win 85, 90 games. That's not going to happen, obviously. You know, it'd be awesome if that happened and they got into a wild card spot or got into a postseason spot. But realistically, I don't think that's going to happen for the Tigers. I honestly think. You know, I think they're going to do a little bit better than they did last year just because we have a couple new faces, a couple good bats. Hopefully our pitching rotation lives up to the hype. I think I'm thinking anywhere between 70 and 75 wins this year for the Tigers. Yeah, I I, I, generous. I could see that. I could see that for sure. I'm thinking, yeah, they'll probably sit around the 85 to 90 losses this mm-hmm. year with – that meaning probably so that means 70, like 70, 70, games. 70, 75 games. But yep. I, I definitely could see them – they're 100% going to improve from last year, knock on wood. But I I see them winning a lot a lot more games, kind of making fans kind of realize that, oh, we, we have some potential here. There's, there's right. something to look forward to in the next few years, especially since the last few years have been – God, yeah, all, like nobody wants to watch them get beat by – seven runs in the sixth inning so it's kind of pointless the only thing we had to look forward we feel the same way so yeah so that was kind of the only thing that I wanted to hear from you regarding the Tigers I also want to think that the Tigers since they got these bigger names for the offseason they such as Ramos and a few other guys do you think that those guys are going to be up on the market at the trade deadline. Oh, absolutely. I think, depending on Ramos' production, I think that, and I mean, Ramos is a veteran. You know, he played for the Nationals for most of his career. I think he played down four to two. He's been in the league for a long time, and I think if he produces well, I think there could be a team that, you know, that's maybe struggling come the trade deadline that need, that's in need of a catcher. Um, obviously, I think the Tigers would definitely trade him off and whatnot. I think Jonathan Scope's another guy. If he does well, we could get more for, for him around the trade deadline. Same thing goes for, like, Nomar Mazzara. You know, he's a decent athlete, hits for power, doesn't really hit for average. He's a decent defender. Depending on how he does, I definitely think that we could get a uh, couple good guys for him or got a, a decent arm or a decent defender for him come the trade deadline. So I definitely think a couple of new faces are definitely guys we, will get, we could get rid of for um, basically benefits around the trade deadline. So I 100% think that none of these guys are here permanently to stay but I think we could drop some of these guys. like Kind of like the Matt Boyd situation. Obviously, we didn't get rid of Boyd, but 
I remember the last like 2020, 2019, 2018, like the last few years we've been discussing getting rid of him at the tra- trade deadline and we didn't. But like the guys that we have now, I think we honestly will get rid of I him. I still am upset about that Boyd thing. Oh, we, so am I. So am I. That, I done so much better for him and then he ended up sucking. So. Dude, he had uh, that year that he almost got to Cy Young too was just like, you or like was in contention for it. Like out of a team that was god awful. You could have flipped him in the offseason and got so much for him. But now yep, we're just agreed. sitting here grinding our own teeth thinking what what could have been. Yep, but 100%. I'm excited to see if they even get some draft picks this year out of some of those guys if they do end up training because this is kind of a pretty big year for draft. I, I think this is a big year for hitters in the draft. So should should be excited since we m- are known for our – minor league pitching staff so yeah and then moving away from the tigers i kind of want to touch on a few topics real quick of athletics did you see the athletics new field that they're proposing you haven't seen that no i haven't i haven't really been if you want to be honest with you i haven't been on social media that much in the last couple days i've been busy with schoolwork and whatnot but i that's they have so what? What are you saying? Like they have so they so they proposed a field. I think it was last su- last summer. No, it was the summer before COVID. So two summers ago, whatever they proposed a field, the city shut it down because of just minor tweaks that they didn't want. It's on the uh, it's on the water, but they just put out like their what's Is it gonna in Oakland still. Yes, I think it's just outside of Oakland, but it's okay. in Oakland, and. That's sweet. I got to take a look at that for sure. Yes, it looks awesome. I don't know if you saw the last rendering, the one that I was talking about prior mm-hmm. where it came out last. They called it the originally, it was like the jewel box because it was a square, but they changed it to a circle. So the whole idea behind it is it has like this agricultural design to it. So the field kind of spreads in like a circle and it drops down in the middle of the field, but it's off-centered enough so the batter still have a batter's eye but it opens up in the back so fans can sit on, like, this hill that leads into, like, the whole complex. It's really sick. That sounds sweet. And the top – but it also leads onto, like, to the top above the uh, bleachers, like, the, the upper deck. Right. There's grass on the top of it, like, wrapping around the top of the field. And, like, fans can walk up there. It's sweet. It looks sweet. They're going to have, like tr- – it's Is literally it going to be a – Is it safe for them to, like – Yeah, they're going to have, like a, like, a fence or, like, a gate or something protecting them from falling that, that, in. Or, like, a glass – glass – Whatever glass Based on, like, how wall. Oh no! It a hundred percent from every like they dropped a video and a bunch of stuff from everything that I've seen. It would be the craziest baseball field or field in my opinion ever built. And like the Oakland A's tweeted it like. Oh, it's it was all over. It was on MLB. It was I don't know how you didn't see it if I'm gonna be honest, but. Yeah, I don't know how I haven't seen it either. It looks sweet. So this is like I their. F- need to look into it. Their, this is their final proposal before they uh it gets approved. So, okay. that yeah, sounds awesome. I'm excited and I'm, I'm excited to go look at it. It's literally a park on top of the baseball field above the, the upper deck. It's sweet. All right. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And then I also want to, did you see that Vlad Jr. came into spring training 42 pounds lighter than last year? 42 pounds lighter. Yeah. He dropped 42, 42 LBs. No. Yeah. Good for him, though. Yeah, I'm a little scared to see how what that does for him. Mass 
that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I think he's still gonna be fine. he looks remember, he a, still looks built like very right. built, but he just kind of lost his gut There's that he had before. I remember Vlad. I saw there was like a couple of years ago when he was coming into the league. He did an interview and someone was like, "Did you or how religiously do you work out or not?" And he's like, "I've never lifted lift weights." Like I don't know if you saw that or whatever, but he like never lifted worked out hard in his life. So I guess this past year he's been getting after it. Then. Oh, from what I saw, he. He got after it, pretty awesome. g- pretty good. Cause you got to yeah, think, no- November to February, that's mm-hmm. November, December, like, January, March. Like so four months, he lost forty pounds. Yeah, less than awesome. four. Good less friend. than four. It's really impressive, nonetheless. And he hasn't really like impressed me yet at the le- in the like in the show yet, but I'm I'm sure. He kind of got called up two years. He kind of got called up two years ago at a bad time. I mean, not really bad time, but it was like they had all those young kids coming up, so like they didn't have really a and they weren't really that good, so they didn't really have a direction. And then last year, I would say was going to be good this year. Yes, they're going to be gross. Watch them. Biggio is disgusting. They got Marcus Simeon now. Yeah. They got um, George Springer. Yeah, I mean they're going to be good. They're They're going to be be really good. good. Definitely gonna like to watch him this year. And then Bauer, hey, he dealt in his first start. Dude, uh, I I LA. know. He looked like two K's in the first inning. His curveball was disgusting. Gross, like but really gross. Again, the Rockies, but still. Does it? I but for like it a first matter. start out of like actual like good. live competition, for MLB players is still like really good for him. I did I did manage to see that game and Trevor Bauer. I, he didn't go too deep, obviously, because it's a spring training start. But he pitched like one or two innings, and he was lights out. Don't yeah. think he gave up a single hit. No, I, I actually he might have gave up one, but maybe one. But I know he had a, few, a couple Ks. Yeah, I think he had three Ks. He looked really good. Off speed looked really good. So, mm-hmm. as I'm I mean, excited to watch him. Despite being a Dodger, I'm still excited. Excited, excuse me, to watch him this year. Yeah, I'm still I'm still rooting for his success. But yes, sir. Last topic, MLB-wise, I kind of want to touch on, I don't know if you saw, Pujols said he was retiring, and then said he is still thinking about retiring. I don't know if he... So it wasn't confirmed. No, it's it's not confirmed. The original reports that he did come, uh, I think it was like John Heyman or somebody like that, said that he was going to retire after this year. However, now it came out after, I think it was yesterday from MLB.com, saying he was unsure about retiring. He still doesn't know what he wants to do. I don't know. I think. I think Pujols. Honestly, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if he retired, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. Like I think Pujols just just like he's obviously one of the biggest faces in baseball, in baseball history for that matter, and he's dedicated to the game. He's played it for twenty twenty one seasons now, and so obviously his time I think has come. But he's still a guy who's capable of hitting ten, fifteen, twenty home runs if that a year, in a full season. So I guess my guess is it depends on his production this year, his health especially his health, and regardless of how that goes, I think we could either see him put, put on the jersey again next year or put it up at the end of this season. Yeah, he's one of those guys, though, that is always, for some reason, he just stays he's healthy. healthy. Yeah, yeah, like true. He's l- but I, I could see it, though, like, dude, if, like, one thing goes wrong. That's what I'm saying. I think if he has one issue like that one could... tweak, one tweak, whether that's, like, a leg or an arm thing or whatever... Like, I could see him putting it up just because, you know, he's at that age where he's played, he's had a really good career, Hall of Fame career, one of the best hitters of all time. But, like, 
how much more can you push it? You know, you've played 21 seasons in the big leagues, and if you got hurt now, there's no point of risking a further injury at, like, how old is he? In his, he's in his 40s, right? His late 30s, 40s? I think he's, like, 39. I think this is season 20 for him, so... This is this is he's getting down to the wire, which also is kind of weird because that means Miguel Cabrera is like very quick behind, which is weird. I know, Miguel Cabrera only made his rookie rookie season like a year behind him or something. Yeah, two thousand one, and I think two thousand one. Pulos was yeah. yeah. Miggy played in two thousand two. I think was his first year with the Marlins. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, wild stuff. Time flies, man. We're getting old. That is true. That sounds bad, meaning that you're only twenty one and I'm nineteen, but. But it's like, crazy. You see all these athletes we grew up watching just you know slowly falling out of the game. And Can't kids and so kids much. that are younger than us playing. So it's For wild example, stuff. Tatis. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And yeah. I was watching Wander Franco today. He he just turned twenty yesterday. Wander Franco is the number one prospect in baseball for the Rays. Yeah. And dude hit a ball like 450 feet in BP or like mm-hmm. close to 500 feet in BP. It's like what the heck. That kid is a He's monster. Be special. He is a monster. Yeah, they're comparing him to Mike Trout. I would not be surprised because so. he is gross. Yeah, man, I'm excited to watch him play. I'm excited for baseball. I'm baseball's back. I'm excited about it, and uh, it's definitely it's awesome because for us it means we have more topics to discuss moving forward. Yeah, and that's about all we got. Last thing I want to touch on is uh, all of it baseball. We have a baseball game on Saturday. We have a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Against Akron, Division One, big game. We're going down there, yep. leaving Friday after classes, and yeah, excited for our baseball season. Guys from from elsewhere. Obviously, I'm in a different situation. I'm no longer part of the baseball team, Alva. But you guys, you know, I'm I'm always gonna be a number one fan. I'm gonna be supporting the heck out of you guys, and hopefully, you guys go in there and shock the world. That's what I'm saying. Big game. Everybody's excited. And this is Akron's first time having a baseball program in like the last couple of years or so, right? They yeah, they started to have one last year again. I think there's like they haven't had ones in like five or six years, but they, this is their they, first they, full they season. One, like, I think it was financial stuff, right? Yeah, correct. So that's kind of how Bowling Green was in the MAC, but Bowling Green brought their program back, and obviously Akron brought their program back. But it's going to be cool. I'll definitely, is there going to be a live stream for that game? I'm thinking there is. I think it's going to be on uh, part of Akron's. Um, like their streaming service and their media team there. So, I think I am. I hope I am. Well, you better shove. Go uh, off. Yeah. Well, who's gonna go game one? Do you know? Uh, as of right now, I believe it is Zach Walters, and oh. game two should be Redding, and awesome. from there it's wherever we go. Awesome. That's good news. Well, I'll be, I'll be rooting for you boys. Yep. That's all we got for today. This has been the Wally Pit Podcast. I'm Ryan Upton. I'm Jake's Media. Brought to you by WOCR 891 The One. We will see you next week. Have a great day.